Welcome to the PSA Podcast. Join us on a journey of inspiration, growth, and education. A chance for you to gain insights, great coaches, thought leaders, and industry peers. All right, Massey, how are you today, bro? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, bro. Very good. Right, we're going to have a bit of a contentious conversation today. Mm. Um, the UK fitness scene, the education, mm. it's fucked. Agree. It's, fu- it's fucked. <laughs> I think, um, I think honestly, more over <clears throat> than ever, how on earth is a young coach meant to navigate through? Where do they start? Like who's who's saying what happens, and I think this is largely what we're trying to do at the PFCA. Um, but it's kind of one of those things where are we just <clears throat> are we just going to focus on looking after our own in our ecosystem and attracting more people who align with our values, and in turn that's going to influence how and what we do with this so-called education scene, or is it that we need to come at it from a different angle? Is it that we need to perhaps go into some kind of an ecosystem, let's say higher up, so to speak, and try to fix it at the source? And to be honest, I, I think we just keep doing what we're doing, but I'm not sure. What do you think? I would take I would take what we tell coaches, to be honest. Um, start with ourselves, then go to those that we can immediately influence uh, and it sounds like you've you've thrown a softball there in in, in my answer, but it, it's the reality of the of the question. I think the aim can be a bigger contribution where we where we change the broader um, the broader quality of of education and how it's perceived, and um, so that people don't come into the industry lost before they even start. So they have a clear starting point and they have a, a clear progression as they go through their their career. I mean, that's that's the first thing. Education today is so poor that there's not there's no clarity around the coach's career. So, coaches that you and I have worked with over the years, probably one of the one of the fundamental um, stumbling blocks that they have is that they have no idea what they should be learning next. And just in that just in that sense, that's why the education is fucked. In isolation, there are probably good pockets of education going on. So if you know where to look, you can go and get well-educated in, in certain elements of, of the coaching career. How that's laid out and where that should meet you at what point in your career is absolutely unknown. And there's no education around that. And I think that should be the fundamental thing that changes in, 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 in order for coaching education to be of more use. And I think the only thing that we can do, back to your question, is to start with what we're doing. Um, and roll with it mm. and hopefully over time because we have great intention um and our broader sort of bigger more audacious goals are to influence the the, the, the collective over time is that perhaps we get there um and i know you know we're having conversations with higher powers at be in the background that might influence that over the over the coming years which would be great but i think first and foremost we need to get our our own understanding of what that career should be and how our education should help coaches, which we have now, that's that's definitely in place. 
And so then we should we should build from there. Would be my thought. Yeah, I love that. I think um, <clears throat> I think on that where the industry is at now, right? Is you've got you've got you've got a few different countries um, having like slightly higher standards to this conversation. So I've heard that, and I don't know how accurate this is, but I've heard that uh, Portugal, for example, you have to have had. Um, done a three-year sports science degree prior to even doing a Zumba course and teaching Zumba, for example. Now, I love that as a concept. I do. I really, really do. I think there's there's like higher standards there in, in a snapshot. But truth be told, because it's unregulated, it's, um, and, and, and to manage that at every level, right? So you have everything from the freelance trainer to the guy. I mean, I had someone in my DMs going, can I um, can I do FFC and not have any other qualifications? So I said, well, you can do it, but you can't go and practice without profes- professional liability insurance. So you need to have your ticket first to be able to gain that, and therefore you can move on to this. He's like, oh, no, it's okay. I'm never going to train people uh, in person. It's just to train people online, mm-hmm. which truth be told, is probably more um, qualified than most online trainers. Mm. But that's the bottom line is like it is unregulated and there's no way to really, to really truly control it at, as we see it today. So therefore, we go, okay, well, we need to start where our feet are. Fundamentally, loads of people are going to make comments like the industry's fucked, uh, you know, the, the education system's not great, blah, 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 blah. But who's actually making a difference? We are, we are, you know, and it might be an impact that might be measured to be a small impact, but it is a positive impact nonetheless. And something that like really drives home with me is one of my drivers is the fact that I want to know that one day if my mom chose to take her fitness seriously, that she'd be encountered by a trainer who's been through our education, Mm. which means that she's going to have a far better experience and her likelihood of getting results is now a lot higher because of the skills that our coach now has Mm. in order to serve this person. And then I liken liken it to the fact that, look, I got into this industry because, one, I love helping people, um, and two, I love seeing the influence that this can have in other people's lives and their household. And when you go and look at the measure of impact that we now have as a PFCA with the hundreds if not thousands of coaches that we serve on a yearly basis through our different education pathways it's not the coach that we're serving it's their clients so for every one coach let's say you've got 15 clients times that by you know a thousand coaches now we're talking and the nutshell of what we do as 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 fitness professionals should be one that we can help the people that we serve, that they can actualize what fitness, actually their version of fitness and what that means to them, and that they can be a positive influence in the household, which is breaking away from their so-called understanding that, well, this is my worldview. This is what was passed down to me. My parents were overweight, therefore I'm overweight. No, that that isn't a genetic marker. Yes, you are exposed to that, and this is what, this is what life is if you say and believe that this is what life is. And that's how powerful our job is as coaches. 
Hence why when, it brings, when we bring it back to our responsibility in the education space, it is that we can influence those who influence others. Absolutely. And you hit the nail on the head. Our conversation here could quite easily stop at coaches' education. But in order for us to determine whether coaches' education in our country is good or bad, we have to define what success in coaching education is. And, the, and, and as we see it, and I know we obviously we align on this, the success of coaching education is is arming coaches with the adequate knowledge in order for them to coach their clients and those around them, in order for their clients and, the, and, and those around them to influence those around them. And so we're into the, the waves and ripples scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that, that's the goal, right? So which, 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 from us to coaches, to from coaches to their clients, from clients to their families and friends, etc. Those waves and ripples then all of a sudden have a have a broader impact on society as a whole and, and, and our our understanding of health and fitness. And th- that's the aim. And it but it starts with solid coaching education. The, the the first wave that we're trying to create here is the education. That must be in place. And what's happening at the moment is it's it's somewhat the other way around, or it's somewhat less so that so coaching education is so poor that it's almost like a ripple that gets to the coach. Mm. And by the time it gets to the client and then the client onwards, the, the ripple's so weak that it's not going anywhere. So the, the wave needs to be stronger here. Mm. And, and that's, what, that's what we're trying to do and, and, and uh, in, in trying to put some, some order and some structure um, and some progression around what the career should look like in order to empower the coaches that we work with so that that wave stays stronger for longer and is actually further reaching and more impactful. Mm, I love that. <clears throat> I love that. And I think hence why nowadays within the industry, a lot of coaches further education is limited to the people they follow on social media whom have an influence because they have some sort of uh, notoriety or success or perceived success. So in essence, you might have your you know, you might follow Ollie and you got into following Ollie because you saw his videos being super jacked and super fit. And then through that, you found out about March on and you found out about PFCA and you go, wow, these guys align with my values. This is the kind of influence that I want to have in my career. Okay, maybe I'm going to go and learn from them. And that's largely what happens, right? The, you know, through the, the ether, so to speak. But to that same example... You might be someone who is new to the industry. Yeah, you get qualified because you're inspired and you want to help people. But then the person you have your attention drawn to could be some person who has no real credibility in the space other than having a large Instagram following. And that might be your education pathway, which in fact could be completely off the mark. Mm. That's the problem. I think think the biggest thing when it comes to... um, us trying to give a clear pathway is yes this is how we see it and we believe in what we what we what we're saying but even more over than not going back to your wave comment that initial wave within the pt level three qualification to start isn't big enough and therefore no one's doing what we're doing and going this is not a qualification this is your ticket to start your journey Mm. And then to recognize that by no means are you expected to have all the answers by the end of that qualification. 
In fact, you should come out with the desire to have more questions mm. so that you then can feed your passion of helping people but also feed the curiosity of trying to find out more. Yeah, I love that. And that's what, that's what that course should do for you. So that then we can move into this incredible journey of education and self-development. No other career can you go into that has such a fast learning rate like ours does. And you and I have both been uh, in this game for a long time, a decade and a half at least. And uh, what I've learned in that time, wow, I could not put a price on it. Mm. I could not put a price on it. Um, and if you compare it to the industry today, so it's like, okay, fine. PT level three, you've got to get your diploma, whatever it is, great. Now, depending on what company you learn from will depend on what CPD they throw down your, th- your face. Do a suspension training course, kettlebell course, indoor cycling course. Hell, um, you might even do a level four SNC. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? There are all these options on a Chinese menu, which half the time you have no idea what's going on. Mm. That's the issue. There's just no clear pathway. No. And, and the assumption that once you've done your diploma, you have the license to go specialism, there's still so much general knowledge that is yet to be uncovered for you to truly authenticate your decisions. We, it's, funny, it's funny you've touched on that because... Um, Last week we were having, I was having a conversation with with Sasha um, around niches and and and, gen, and the generalist um, and the conclusion that we came to and it was it was on the back of a post that she'd put on um, was that no young coach should be niching because they've still got so much to learn in the general sense mm. um, we you know that the, there's so much involved in this thing. Only the higher end of intermediate into advanced coach should be even thinking if they want to to, to, to niche down. And, and as we know from experience, the reality of that actually happening is, is, is actually quite small by the time you get to that point because you can you, you probably realise that in actual fact it's, it's better to have all of these tools and remain open and therefore you can help more people rather than, you know, there are, di- there are differences and people do niche down for good reason, of course. But the beginner coach should definitely not be niching. And so, and so, like you say, to come out of what is essentially the ticket to start and then and then be faced with a, with a decision as to say, okay, which specialism are you going to go into before you've actually started learning anything? Um, and yeah, you're quite right. And this is the difficult part. Our education needs to reach beyond the start line. So it needs to reach into the minds of the people who are even thinking about starting so that they come into this thing with good intention. So our aim for the education of, of, of the fitness industry should, should be such that you can look into it and level set your intentions from the, from before the start going in. So you see quite clearly, as we say, that the PT level three is not, is not, it's not education as such. It's the start of your education. So it's not a finish line. It's a start line. And, I mean, I was having a conversation with Josh before about the sport of fitness and we were talking about um, the, the, the lack of patience around wanting to be good or wanting to have everything complete by a certain time. And in actual fact, I think if you can level set your intention to, to look at the coaching career as a, as a lifetime career 
all of a sudden your perspective on the whole thing changes. So there's no rush then. It's like, no, I, I, I actually have to work through these experiences, these life experiences and coaching experiences of good and bad, mostly bad probably, in order to refine and iterate and, and, and progress over time, over a long time, rather than suggesting that you're going to go and do um, a, a, a PT level three, even if you do the fast track course in seven days or whatever, and then and then expect, the expectation then is that you're good to go. Mm. So anything else that's add on to, added on top of that is then a bonus. It's a bit mm. of fluff. So it's mm. like, oh, and, I, and by the way, I've, I can do kettlebells, or by the way, I've got this this certification and what have you. It's like, no, 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 you've literally just started. Mm. And I think that is the biggest challenge because the majority of people coming in will still have that idea that the, 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 the first course is the last course and they don't need to do anything else. Mm, mm, mm. Love that. Love all that. So in a nutshell, if, if you were to summarize <clears throat> what, um, what the coach needs to do, the, the, the young coach anywhere between naught to five years, right? Um, they know that they have some questions. They feel like they have quite a few answers, but they wouldn't stake their house on it. Or I'll say their house. They wouldn't stake something that is important to them. They <laughs> might not have a house. Yet. Um, and uh, and they need some clarity. They they have insecurities, but they can't put their finger on it. What would your advice be? You should be insecure. Um and be comfortable with that. You've just started. So um, also those insecurities don't go away. So um, keep asking the questions. You should have questions. I think if if you get to the point where um, you have no questions and your curiosity is running dry, then you've perhaps found yourself down a, a dead end or a lane that's not serving you anymore. So turn around, take a few steps back, and and, and, and I guess... Take a second to to uh, replan and retrack your 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 landscape, um, but the patience is a big thing, um, I would say, and, and I think that's what's missing. I think it's this again. It's probably through socials, but it's it's it's, it's having visibility of these people who are s- seemingly doing very well, um, and I think the young coach doesn't have the foresight to look beyond that to see you know what 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 is really happening in, in, in those in those pieces um, and so then the expectations are, uh, are shifted they're like ah oh, shit I, I, I'm, I'm not doing very well because I'm not earning this much at this point in my career I've not got this thing at this point in my career I'm not working with these people at this point in my career I'm failing. And it probably couldn't be further than, from the truth in reality when, like you say, from naught to five years, it's just head down, is wide open, eyes wide open, take everything in, increasing your awareness and just practicing, practice, practice, practice with very few, very few expectations around uh, success. I love that. It kind of brings it back to the word, we are, in fact, just practitioners. mm and we're just often practicing. I think just to summarize, so for those of you listening and, and you know, this might be new to you or you haven't heard of the PFCA before, the PFCA stands to elevate the the status, um, the respect and the career, the long-term career of the coach. We do that through education, support, seminars, mentorship. We do it all. 
the podcast serves as a open forum discussion so you guys can gain insight into who we are, what we stand for, and hopefully align with our values. Know that you could find myself, um, Coach Mass, and the rest of the team on Instagram. Reach out, tag us, um, ask questions. Know that we have different education solutions at whatever um, step you are in your journey. And as long as you bring a level of curiosity to the table, a level of um, hunger to want to learn more, and you're willing to put some skin in the game, both from an energy standpoint and a financial standpoint, what we could then guarantee you is a level of growth like no other. So if this resonates with you, if there's anything that really kind of touches your your kind of um, <clears throat> inner kind of feeling towards growth for you and the kind of coach you want to be, please do reach out um, and we can facilitate your next step of journey. Um, but for now, that's the end of this pod of the UK fitness education scene is broken. Thank you, Mass. Pleasure, mate. Thank you.